Bienvenidos and welcome to the Get Naked Show with Dr. Aura. It is my pleasure to come to you in this format and share the myriad of interviews that I have done with extra successful entrepreneurs, doctors, and lay people ready to share the best naked tips you can apply in your life and start shining from within now. So enjoy! Hi everyone, uh, this is another episode of Naked TikTok with Dr. T and today I have the pleasure to have a revolution. Uh, I think we are all ready for a revolution and I love the title of your business, Revolution Health with Dr. Jason. I love it. I can't believe I have you here. So uh, this is going to be a treat uh, because we are going to revolutionize the internet and talk about health and, and topics that we should be talking about but don't. So uh, we're going to get started to not postpone this awesome interview. I'm very excited, you know, and people can tell. But I'm going to let him introduce himself, as I do with all my guests, uh, for the people that are not so fortunate to know him as I do. Uh, can you please introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Dr. Jason Dean, so I'm a doctor of chiropractic. Uh, I do nutritional work in my office as well, and I... Uh, live in the Central Florida area near Orlando, and uh, I also have an online brand called Revolution Health that you talked about, um, waking people up to our current healthcare. Let me let me change that. Waking people up to the sick care system that they're dealing with right now and putting up with, quite frankly. Uh, and so, yeah, by day I am helping people, and then by night I'm also helping people just in a different medium and getting to meet awesome people like you. Oh, I know, I know, I know. We met in a wonderful mastermind, and and I had the pleasure of meeting you in person, which I had not. I'd seen you on the internet, revolutionizing us all with your awesome interviews. So uh, it was it was wonderful to meet in person. But I know you mentioned you're definitely a chiropractor, and where this um, where did this revolution health business? come from? Is it, was it because of your experience as a practicing chiropractor and how people are not really understanding what health is uh, because we are numb to this definition of health, which is the wrong one? Where did it start? What was the thing that made you say, I need to speak louder, I need to reach more people, and I need to talk about these things? I'll actually tell you it started earlier than that. So I was not actually a chiropractor right out of school. Um, I, I saw a chiropractor growing up, um, you know, I kind of went off and on if there was a problem, my mom would take me in and get me adjusted, things like that. So it was kind of cool, but it actually goes back farther. Um, so I was raised by a single mom, my parents divorced, and I didn't see my dad for a while, and it was my own choosing, and now my dad and I have a great relationship. Um, but in my mom, um, I grew up with basically a drug and alcohol addict, which is what my mom was. Um, she's now many years sober, and she's doing very good. Um, but I grew up in that world, and so I kind of, I didn't know what kind of, I guess you'd say, health was at the time. Uh, so fast forward, my mom lived kind of two lives. She, by day, was working and taking care of me the best she could, but by night, she had this whole other world where she was an addict. And I, she did her best to keep me from it, but I still saw it, and I had to go through a lot of that stuff as a child, seeing what she was going through. And 
I kind of broke free because I never got into drugs, never got into alcohol. But the problem was the minute I turned 16 years old, I got my own job and my mom used to take care of me pretty well. And I literally went off the deep end. I started eating everything I shouldn't eat. And I know that sounds kind of strange. Okay. He ate some bad food. He's a teenager, not a big deal, but I was using it as the drug. So like I saw what she was doing and I said, okay, I'm never going to take drugs never going to be an alcoholic but i was actually putting in place instead like food because i was battling a whole bunch of different things anxiety stress etc from from growing up the way i was growing up and i started using food as that source of kind of quote unquote comforting myself and then i left school or i, I left home went went to school and i actually ended up in the sports world and in, in the business world so i was actually in business way before i was a doctor and I literally traveled around the country. But at the time, in my mid-20s, I was having heart attack symptoms. I was literally, and we're talking textbook stuff, um, you know, pain down the arm, shoulder, felt like I had an elephant on my chest. And right before that, or actually right during that, actually, um, I became, I was very close with my grandparents. And so I actually lived with them for some time because it was, they were next to the college I was going to before chiropractic school. And my grandmother ended up dying of her third heart attack and lifestyle related. Uh, but the crazy part was not to get morbid with you, but I actually found her dead. And so I had to try to resuscitate her. And at the time I knew nothing about health and I couldn't resuscitate her. So we lost her and she was gone before I got to her. So I knew it wasn't a me thing. Uh, but then right after that, I was still with my grandfather and then at 72, he got the pancreatic uh, cancer diagnosis. And so I watched my grandmother uh, die this very quick death and she was gone like this, which was very traumatic emotionally, mentally. But then my grandfather had this like six month, nine months, whatever it was, we watched him go downhill and he was uh, very strong. He was very a physical labor guy, like at 70 years old or 72 years old before he passed away, before he was diagnosed, like he was stronger than your average, like 20 year old gym rat. Like he just like strong guy, strong mentality, et cetera. And I literally watched his body literally just disappear over that six to nine month period. Uh, although mentally very strong, physically just went away. And at the time I didn't know what was happening. So I ended up going into the sports world and I started not taking care of myself. I was eating at like all the great restaurants. I was like, I was in the sports world. I got to do a lot of cool stuff, but I wasn't taking care of myself. And then I lived in Boston for a little bit of time and I had the opportunity to move to Florida and I have some family in Florida and Boston was getting cold. So I didn't want to stay there because I'm from the Northeast and I was tired of the snow and cold. I moved to Florida and I was getting really busy in life. Um, I was still having heart attack symptoms. I was still having anxiety, depression, you name it. Uh, and then I met my wife through match.com and my wife, uh, was is actually a chiropractor and so she was a chiropractor before I was and I met her and kind of fast forward the story a little bit um, basically I got to see what she was doing in her world and I ended up leaving my world and going into her office just to work on the business side um, but what happened was I actually started watching the miracles happen in a chiropractic office and she was doing chiropractic she's doing nutritional work and watching people literally reverse disease and so I started getting this new purpose in life. But the purpose 
was connecting back to I couldn't save my grandmother mm-hmm. and I couldn't save my grandfather, even though now I know how to save both those things they went through. And mm-hmm. so it's funny because I go back and they connect where I was and these things that I couldn't fix then, but now I can fix now. And so literally fast forward um, between chiropractic, nutritional work we do in our office, um, my heart attack symptoms went away. I never took a medication for them. Uh, my anxiety all disappeared. My depression disappeared. All of it disappeared. And then that light bulb went off. And I went, wait a second. I'm watching not only my family, but my friends. And I'm watching a society die this really slow death in front of me. And as you know, you've met me. I'm not a shy personality. Um, I'm very willing to speak and I'm very willing to say things that a lot of people don't want to say. And I do that in the office. I talk to my patients sometimes. I think there would be a lot of doctors would probably like shriek if they knew how I talk to some patients because I'm just real with patients. Um, I, I have been known to swear sometimes in the, in, in the office, not like mean and vulgar and everything, but I'm real. And I said, okay, I now have an online world that I know how to operate. I have to take this voice to the public. And that's where Revolution Health comes out because it's not me going, oh, hey, you know, there's a lot of cool brands out there that are like, oh, well, let's help you with your problem and let's do all that. I don't want to be that person. I am the polarizing mentality. I am the get your attention, uh, shake you a little bit and wake you up because I truly believe we're in this world now where it's spiraling out of control fast and we don't have time. We don't have time to be nice. We don't have time. We have time to be caring and empathetic, but we don't have time for sympathy anymore. Um, There's this, I just talked about this yesterday. There's empathy and there's sympathy. Empathy is great because you're, you're understanding where someone's coming from. You're understanding where the public is right now. Sympathy is a crutch. Sympathy is going, oh, if everything's okay and you'll get through it. Not everyone's getting through it. That's the problem. And so that's how this whole thing was born was uh, I'm going to be empathy, but I have to do it with a wake up call. And so that's why I started Revolution Health. And now it's more of just talking to cool people around the world and finding out, hey, what is the best ways in the world to naturally heal people? Wow. I love that. I love that story. And I love now I I know why you're so fired up about it, because definitely you have such personal a personal anchor there that you will never ever forget and this is uh, your mission and thank you for doing this we need more voices like this we need more real more naked more raw we need it because indeed we just need a slap in the face to wake up to this new reality that we are dying and killing our children and and if we don't say it hey curse all you want you know smack them in the office and i tell that to every single chiropractor is hearing if we don't say it nobody else will they you have one golden opportunity that they catch your attention right in front of your office or in this wonderful media world that we are sharing this message in and if you don't take it my god you might have just lost another soul so uh what i was hearing your story a question came to mind because i know you have interviewed a lot of people and i always just want to pick brains right because it's if if the question came to mind for me i know it will be benefited for others as well it will be probably other people have the same question and thank you to those that are watching are saying hi hi back uh and post your questions below thumbs up if you like this information please um 
So after you have interviewed all these people, what would you say that, why are we so numb? Why is society so numb down? Why, what is the one thing that we're missing in order, if we had to choose one thing, what, besides the truth, right? What is that we're missing to wake up, to become, uh, to, to make this uh, part of our lives, to make health our number one priority? When are we going to realize that without health, we won't be able to enjoy the money that we make in our work, and we won't be able to enjoy our beautiful family and children and grandkids. What is the the one thing that sticks out out of all the interviews that you have done and all the wonderful people you have uh, spoken to that it's going to be like, yeah, we need to focus on this. This is going to really break the system and we can start building up. Sure, I think it's twofold. So I'm gonna, t I'll tell you what I think from a patient standpoint, and I'll think I'll tell you from a practitioner standpoint. Let me do the practitioner because it's simple. Um, it's intention. So I have seen, I have talked to so many health practitioners around the world at this point. Um, everything from chiropractic to nutrition to muscle testing to uh, different therapies to different nutrients to uh, mental, spiritual, you name it, right? And every single person has either gotten someone better or as a practitioner, even themselves gotten better is they had an intention to want to either help that person or help themselves. Um, we have to be selfish as practitioners and even, and even as public too, um, we, we have to be selfish. Now I, I always use, you know, when something that's a hot button for some people, some people will be like, what do you mean selfish mm -hmm. to heal a world, a planet, you actually have to be selfish first. Now, I don't mean selfish as in greedy and, you know, all the button that people, you know, think about. I'm talking about if you're on a, if you're on a flight, you and I fly probably quite a bit. And every single time we get on a plane, they go through their little intro and the oxygen mask comes out and they talk about it. And they say, when this falls from the ceiling, if it was to fall, you first have to put it on yourself and then you can put it on your child. Well, guess what? That's called selfish. That's a form of selfishness. Practitioners, you have to become selfish and you have to get yourself well first. You have to be well first to then take care of the next person. So when you get that selfishness correct and you're taking care of yourself and your family, you'll then have the intention, the mindset and focus to take care of another person. Because if you're worried about your stuff all day long, whether it's mental or physical or both, you're not thinking about the patient and you have lost that intention of handling that patient in front of you. So from a practitioner standpoint, you have to be intentional, get rid of the sympathy, be empathetic. I care for a lot of people, but I don't get into their crap with them ever. I, I, that's not my job. My job is not to be their crutch. My job is to help them. So that transitions me into how, from a public standpoint, how do we transition? Well, most public have left the self-responsibility at the door. They have gotten rid of responsibility. So I'll give you a great example. I actually, it's funny today was, I don't want to say it was a frustrating day. It was actually a very good day so far, but I've had a couple of patients who were, um, they were frustrating for themselves, meaning someone comes in and they have neuropathy in their legs and they're wearing these sneakers because the, you know, diabetic sneakers and their legs are, are purple. And a doctor tells them, oh, you're not diabetic anymore because your blood sugars are low. 
And I'm like, you have neuropathy. I mean, this is not this is not rocket science. And I say, and, I, and I'm very real and say, do you know what's going to happen if this continues on? Well, not really. I said, you're going to lose your legs. They will amputate your legs. And she looked at me shocked. And she goes, they didn't tell me that. You go, yeah, they told you your diabetic, your diabetes was not there anymore because your blood sugars were lower. Well, guess what? I have observation skills. Your legs will not last. And I think what's happening, that's a small, obviously, microcosm, microcosm of what's happening in the fact people have thrown responsibility out the door when it comes to health. There's this mindset that, and you've probably heard this before too, is, well, will my insurance cover that? And I say, I hope not. And they go, well, what do you mean? Because it re when you sign up, when you, when you put your health care into somebody else's hands, you there have lost your health. Now, what does that mean? Now, I, I have catastrophic health insurance. I'm not going to say, like, if you have health insurance, you're giving it up. But what's happening is majority of the public is literally signing over responsibility of their health to another person, to a big corporation, to whatever it is. And people are going to sleep. Literally, they're losing their consciousness because they're getting sicker. They're not doing well. And I, I paired the practitioner with the patient because practitioners, this is your job to wake them up. When someone comes into my office and they say, you know, uh, well, do you take my insurance or will this cover this? Well, no, not in our office. It doesn't work that way. You know who covers you? You cover you. And I think what's happened is we've literally just, um, we've gone to sleep. We've gone to sleep. We have decided that, uh, well, this is above my pay grade. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. And everyone has stopped researching for themselves. Everyone has stopped asking questions. I mean, I truly believe we were divinely created. Don't know who, God, whatever you want to call it, we were divinely created. You and I know this body heals brilliantly. And this body is actually really simple. So if you've gotten sick, you have, all you have done is you've defied natural laws. That's what you've done. We literally have to get back to natural laws as, as a planet. I mean, it, it's so funny. Like, I, I know you're Venezuelan. Uh, my associate is Venezuelan as well. Uh, I have, um, it, and it's funny because we're in this world right now. And I think this is planetary healing, Doc. Like, I, I truly believe it's not just our, uh, each of us. Each of us get better, which turns into community healing, which turns into state healing, country healing, planetary healing. And if we all just become consciously selfish, we help ourselves, we help our families, then families can help families. And literally, this is the way to planetary healing. But that requires a revolution. We, we must change this right here. We, we have to shift yep. everything. And that's how we do it. But it starts with everyone pointing at themselves. I have to change myself physically, sp spiritually, mentally, so that my wife can also change herself, so that our daughter can be changed, so that my practice can be changed, so that my community, my state, my country, and in all countries and planetary wide. I, I 
I love that. Obviously, that's what I preach with Get Naked, you know, and I just said a live yesterday that we have to remove this illusion that the answer is going to come from a thing, a place, a person. No, it's going to start with you. And if you do not do the steps that you need to get happy, to get healthy, nobody's going to do it for you. Because if not, I will be paying a personal trainer to work out for me at 5 a.m. so I could stay sleeping. Uh, but that's not the reality is that we we just get numb and we're like, no, somebody else will take care of it. Somebody else will do it. And we do that a lot as practitioners. And I speak to a lot of chiropractors and hey, there's a lot of chiropractors need to get their stuff together. You know, we, you need yeah. to look like health if you're going to preach health. You're going to function. You cannot give what you do not own. So that we, I love what you were saying. Obviously, that's right in line with me. And I know you spoke about Venezuela. Yes, it starts with an intention and changing as much as you can, not waiting for somebody else to do it. Not the if and when my insurance covers, if and when this happens, because it's never going to happen. So you got to start with you in order to change and have that ripple effect into our communities, into society, into the world. And I feel that the more we speak about it and the more we empower people to take action for themselves, the more we're going to change healthcare and a life in general in the world. Sure. So much, so much, uh, oh gosh. Um, one of the questions I ask most of the chiropractors that I have on is, what do you think is missing in chiropractic per se, if you could, and if this is not up your alley, you can say you don't wanna answer, that's fine. In order for us to become more certain, so we become louder and clearer in our message so we can indeed reach more people. So I so this is a twofold question for me. I'm so glad you asked this because I was gonna I was gonna interject really quick, but then you asked it. I said, okay, I can just add this in. I want chiropractors to wake up. Now, when I say that, I you should be so I don't know. There's sixty thousand in the U.S. something like that, and uh, th there's a portion of that who are actually successful. Um, and, and I know it, Hey, the other, the other portion is not successful. It's that simple. It doesn't mean they're not taking care of some people, but everyone should have a massive practice. There's 330 million people ish, uh, in America, there's 60,000 chiropractors. Every single office should be absolutely full. And I actually want to approach it from this direction, which I'm going to anger chiropractors and I don't care. Um, my job is to anger you. So you wake up and you start looking at it is, now, I love chiropractic. I believe every single person should be under chiropractic care. However, I also understand how marketing and human psychology works. And guess what? Not everyone is going to reach for chiropractic, a combination of maybe um, a bad past whatever incident they've had, or they don't understand it, or they don't know what it is. They're, they're just misunderstandings on it. And as a chiropractic profession, I'm, I'm actually going to take it from this direction. Some of us or some people hammer on it too much to the point where they actually push people away because now, now I'm going to go, this is going to be very naked. And I know a lot of people that I can like this, you're going to get comments on this, but this has to be said. If you think just chiropractic is going to heal the entire world, you have a mental block. Now, chiropractic is one of the, is the greatest one of the greatest things that's ever been given to us in the world. However, you have a portion of people out there right now. We have January coming around, right? Mm -hmm. 
you have a massive amount of people who are going to try to lose a ton of weight yeah. in the next six months, right? A portion of those have never experienced chiropractic care in their life. Now, you can go beat them over the head and say that we're gonna move this bone off this nerve and it's gonna make you all better and you're gonna lose weight. Really, I had chiropractors in school who were 200 pounds overweight and they died of a heart attack. Guess what? You have, you have the public out there who has the same problem. Now, I'm gonna tell you, if you want to adjust all day long, do it. I love you for it. I don't care if you're a straight chiro or mixer, it doesn't really matter to me, adjust if that's what you wanna do. However, you have a practice where you can input people into your practice that do different things than you. One of the easiest things to market to the public, because Dr. Oz does it every day, is nutrition, is massage, is all of these different things that are therapies, and they're all good therapies. There's nothing wrong with them, right? They're great, they're fantastic. People heal from stuff. I love when I see offices backdooring chiropractic. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean where you have a nutritionist in your office, and you have a bunch of people coming in who want to get healthy and they've heard about nutrition. They've heard about something that's been handled with nutrition. And once they get in your office, then all of a sudden they see something about chiropractic and then the chiropractor or whoever in your office does this educates them about, hey, I heard you had some pain. I heard you um, were having a symptom here. I heard there was an issue here. Oh, what is this thing about spinal hygiene? Um, yeah, my, my I, I had this issue. I've been having trouble sleeping. I've been, next thing you know, you have a person that is getting natural therapies in your office and now they're under chiropractic care. And so I truly believe in my mind that if we would embrace more methods of healing in general, we would actually have people embracing chiropractic more versus going out there and saying that chiropractic is just gonna heal the whole world and that's all everyone needs. You know what you actually do when you do that? you push people away because now you're telling them something that's very different than what they understand and they can't wrap their mind around it because they have this, they have this diabetic problem. They can't, the, you're, the, the public is not correlating that diabetic to, chiropractic. to a chiropractic issue, right? Now yeah. I'm not saying it isn't, but you have to get a person in front of you one-on-one -on -one to actually express that and communicate that but that's not gonna happen on the street necessarily. That has to happen in your office. So I actually want chiropractors just to really open up because I think anytime you say one and done, this is all you do, you actually push people away because the people, it's, it's like a mental block. So yeah. when you have a mental block, what do you do? You actually push people away, even though you think you're trying to pull it in, you're pushing them away. Mm -hmm. I truly believe one of the problems, and, and I think this is honestly also too from my marketing background too, is before I was in marketing before I was a chiropractor is when you push people, they go away. But when you just solely focus on educating and helping, they actually get pulled in. Next thing you know, you have a massive practice and you're helping people and you're getting people under chiropractic care. And don't anybody on this interview who's watching this get me wrong. I believe every single individual on the, on the face of the planet should be under chiropractic care. That's how strongly I believe in chiropractic but I don't believe you can push it as hard as you do in certain ways. I believe you have to embrace people and understand how they work. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I love what you were saying because I do these interviews and I think you got frozen. Hopefully you can still hear me. Can you still? I can hear you. Okay, can you, can awesome. you hear me? 
You yes, I could hear you, but you got frozen. Your image got frozen. So it'll it freeze. The software does that sometimes. Okay. All right. So uh, I love what you were saying because one of the reasons I started this naked talks is probably because I've been doing mission trips for ten years, and I hear uh, I've been exposed to so many different chiropractors and chiropractic students from different school of thoughts, and then and, and mixers and straights and the whole nine yards. And yes, I love chiropractic too, but I feel we need to speak the patient's language, and exact which is exactly what you were saying. We need to. We want to reach everybody. We need to speak in a language that people are going to hear and be receptive of our help and our good intention to help them. And I doesn't really matter what you do in your practice. I think what matters the most is what is your intention exactly? Is your intention to help that patient? And yes, chiropractic is extremely amazing. Everybody should get under chiropractic care and be well adjusted. But if you're eating McDonald's and 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 doing horrible things to your body you're still going to get disease and die. So um, so I love what you were saying. I think it's, it's just terrific. And I wish we could all come together with a common goal to actually help people. Oh, I think I'm on my own. Something happened. And I don't know if I'm live by myself, but I, I will try to get it back on. Something happened. But yes, please, people, if you're watching, let us know what you think of this. If you have any questions, please post them below as well. We would like to hear from you. And uh, uh, let me see if I can send him a new invite. We can come back. Let me know if anybody has come back. Technical issues, huh? Let's go. Oh, I'm still on my own. <laughs> well, I sent him a new invite just to see if he can join us again and we can end this awesome talk. But uh, yeah, I would love to unify chiropractic so we can help more people because chiropractic is such a gift. And it doesn't matter uh, the language or what we use in our office as long as we're hitting people's values so they can be receptive to our message and they can open their ears and their hearts and help to change themselves so they can impact their families for the better. If you can still hear me, leave, give me a message in there because I'm not sure where he went, um, but I think I lost them. Not sure where. Oh no. Oh uh, yes. Um, I'm trying this new program. It's called Be Life, and I think it's it's great. But I had never lost a guest, so I'm not sure what's happening. But if you're there, please let me know that you can still. Oh, two. All right. So something something did happen. Jason has left the building. Yes, Tim. Jason has left the building for sure. Um, let me, let me see. I tried sending him. I copied it and I'll send it. I'll try one more time and see if I can get him in there. Oh, he's reconnecting. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Let me go back. He's reconnecting, so he's coming back. And yes, if you have any suggestions, if this was definitely hitting a nerve, please let us know because that's what we're trying to do. I guess revolutionize health in every way we can. We have to hit the subluxation between the ears in order for the patient to become receptive of this awesome message that we have. And yes, it's okay. I am all for, you know, 
doing all you can to help the patient. If it is the portal of entry, it is to nutrition, then you get, they need nutrition anyhow, and then you can educate them on how chiropractic or keeping your nervous system in balance is going to help them be able to use the nutrition and the exercise and the meditation and the sleep and the good clean water that we're using i'm all for that so if you want to uh you know be mad at me that's totally fine um this is my naked TikTok, uh and i had dr jason dean which is trying to reconnect back so we can uh say our last thoughts and then and go on going our way. Oh, he's trying to reconnect. So let me know when you see him. I think he is still trying. Something definitely happened. Um, I love the bloopers because I think life is full of bloopers. And if you agree with that, please give me thumbs up. <laughs> life is full of bloopers. And what makes it interesting is how we get to swim through the bloopers and how we make the best out of every situation and how we then become grateful for that situation that happened to us. Um, I think one of the things we have to be, yeah, more patient centric. Yes. It's all about talking to the patient's values, right, Tim? I, I if we're if you're not speaking their language, they're not going to be as receptive to to learn the truth, right? To learn more about chiropractic or whatever it is that you want to teach them, but you need to speak. If it is a grandma and all she cares about to be able to take care of her grandkids, then you need to hit that there. If it is a woman that just wants to be able to fit in her dress for the wedding, ah, you're bad. <laughs> you need to be able to talk that language in order for us to be able to spread more chiropractic, more joy, and the good intention of helping people change their lives and their health for the better. So uh, I had my awkward blooper moment here. Oh, well, <laughs> welcome matter. to software. Yeah, I'm an expert at this. I'm not sure uh, at the bloopers, I mean, not a be live, but uh, this is the first time. <laughs> I'm not sure if this happens a lot, so you let me know. But um, we were definitely talking about talking about people's values so they can be receptive to whatever message and to learning better better about better health, about how to take care of their health. So now I was thinking about anything else that you would like to share from tips maybe on how to stay on top of our health or to any anecdote or any story of you or your experience that we haven't heard about. Uh, anything you would, like, you would like to share, Dr. Jason? Well, I'll tell you, I, I think from a healthcare standpoint, um, I think you have to do what resonates with you. And I think, um, again, I'll build off a little bit from what I just said before I fell off the screen, which, which ha it happens sometimes on these softwares, is, um, and I think one of the, uh, Tim McFadden actually mentioned something about being patient-centric, is you really have to be there for what the patient needs and listen to the patient and make sure you're listening to them versus just pushing what you want. And I'm not saying that they're not there for your service and that's fine because they need care, but you also have to listen for who they are. What is their problem? I mean, you have patients that come in sometimes if they just got their mind right, a lot of stuff, a lot of their problems would, would, could, could go away. And I'm not saying become a psychologist, that's not it. I'm just saying always look for what they need. Now, the, the message that I would, I would leave with is not even necessarily the patient is, I want, and I think my mission and purpose of, 
of doing, um, not necessarily in practice, because I, I love helping patients and getting them better. And I educate in the office because they're in front of me. But my, my mission and purpose on Revolution Health is we need to stand up as a profession, uh, as chiropractors. So we are part of the quote unquote natural healthcare world and profession. We need to stand up and start taking responsibility for our people. And by our people, I mean our patients, our people who are close to us, our friends, our family, and we need to actually start talking. So I have heard and seen Facebook and, you know, talk to people in seminars. There's a lot of chiropractors out there specifically um, that are scared to speak up. Um, you and I know there's there's ones out there, guys like myself, Billy DeMoss, other ones, Carolyn Griffin, who are very outspoken and willing in yourself to talk about things, yep. whether it be vaccinations, medications, things that, yes, are not necessarily, quote unquote, in our scope because we don't do medicine. But if you think patients don't know how to know about that stuff and aren't coming to you for that stuff and want answers on this stuff, then you're fooling yourself. And we need to actually step out of fear and step into empowerment of ourself, but empowerment and power for the patient themselves. You know, when someone comes in and they go, well, um, what about vaccinations? You now you can be careful on how you say it, and that's entirely up to you. But if you run away from that conversation, you have allowed them, you have allowed the system to win because that's exactly what they want you to do. Now, I'm not saying you can go there and go say to the person, no, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do this because you might get into something outside your license. However, I always tell people there's I can always get my thought to them. I yep. can't necessarily say, you, you know, you, I'm not going to tell them, no, don't go vaccinate your, your kid or don't go medicate with this or don't go do this. But I can always say, because at the end of the day, it's always funny. Every doctor out there knows that what do they really ask at the end of the day? They want to know what you're doing. They came to you. What yeah. are you doing? So simple stuff. Like when somebody asked me about a vaccination in the office, I don't tell them to go not do it. I say, have you read what's in them? Have you read any of the stories? And at the end of the day, I have a five-year-old. That little girl has never had a needle or a medication put into her body. So that's what I do. You can do whatever you would like to do, but in my world, that's what we do. And then online, you know, even if it's not vaccination, vaccination is a hot topic. That's why I, it pops in my mind. But it can be anything. If there's something you actually, you have to believe in something. If you had walked in to chiropractic or anything else in natural health, when you signed on that dotted line, you became responsible for helping other people. And that is not just moving a bone or giving a supplement or whatever, or, or whatever therapy it is. That is, you have to communicate. You became responsible for communicating what you do on a daily basis. And the moment you stop talking about it and stop communicating on your purpose or your passion, then you allowed the other side to win. And right now we can't allow that to happen because I have nine year olds coming in who are damaged by medications, damaged by vaccinations. Their, uh, their, their spine is a mess. They have degenerative diseases already. And this is a bigger problem because it's not just helping that person lower cholesterol or get off medication. It, it's actually more diet than that. And I don't know if people realize this or think about this, but 
we have the potential to lose our civilization in the next 50 plus years. Now, why do I say that? Every autism is one in 36. In five in five years of, of the, the scientists that I've spoken to in five years, it's going to be one in seven. Now, think about that. One in seven in five years. You can go, well, that's pretty bad. No, that's not pretty bad. That's catastrophic. Because guess what? We don't even know, and it's most likely they can't. We don't even know if they can reproduce if they have autism. Or or should they be reproducing? Not saying like eugenics, but like the generations are getting smaller and smaller and getting more and more damaged. And now you have a major problem because if we don't speak up, we potentially lose our civilization. That's a, does, can anybody think of anything bigger than that? Because when I go to work every day, whether it's in my practice or it's online, that's my mindset is I'm not just helping someone get off medication or helping them to understand what healthcare is. You and I, and everyone watching this and sees this, you're actually working every day to save our civilization. Indeed. Uh, I mean, it doesn't get it doesn't get any bigger. It doesn't get any bigger than that. I, I when you were speaking, obviously, I get goosebumps because I'm thinking about all the kids, you know, I'm, that's my passion. And I'm thinking about, yes, my kids have never had any medications. They're teenagers. And they tell me how come the rest of the kids in my high school do not have this kind of lifestyle? How come I have kids that are taking painkillers every day? friends of theirs, you know, that are taking painkillers and they think it's normal. How come there's so many kids taking antidepressant or anxiety pills and that is normal? Uh, and and it, just, it just freaks me out because that is indeed my why. How are we going to get this word out? We need to just wake up, smash each other, just be naked, real, raw, and it's okay if you piss people off. If we don't we have to tell the truth somehow and you have to enter which way you can to tell that truth. And you have to enter through their values and what they care about because indeed our children are dying. And if it's not us, then who? Who else is going to do this? Anyhow, thank you so much for being here with me. I know we had a little glimpse, but this was so full of awesomeness. And I can't wait to be on your Revolution Health and be part of this movement with you. Because, uh, yeah, we have to change the mindset, change our intentions so we can impact the world. If we don't do it, nobody else will. And no better time than right now. So thank you for being right now with me, being fully present and sharing out of your heart. I'm really, really deep appreciative of your time and energy and passion and rawness. And I love it. Please keep doing it. Please keep doing it. And I hope we have inspired 10 other people to do exactly what we do and keep spreading the word because we have to do it. We don't have and, another choice. And, and, th and thank you for having me on, but also thank you for every single practitioner like you, the next one, who decides to get on this camera and do what you're doing today is the next one that creates the next ripple effect. And so thank you for not only doing this, but being willing to share your story because I know I have a pain point that I have to talk about and a story that helps people. And I can do that through what I'm doing.
but I'm not going to connect everybody because not everyone has what I had. I'm not going to connect my story, but you have a story and people are going to connect to you and that must happen to create this revolution. So it's not just about my show and teaching what I teach and talking about what I talk about. It's about empowering the next person like you or anybody who's watching this, who also has that empowerment to go out and tell their story because everyone connects with something different and your story needs to be told too. So thank you for jumping in there and doing this. And I really appreciate being on your show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love and appreciate everybody. This was just another uh, naked TikTok for Dr. T and I had the amazing Dr. Jason Dean. And now we're going to cut off. Hopefully this goes smoothly because I think it lags, but thank you, Dr. Jason. Have yourself a blessed Friday. Ciao. You as well. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Naked Show with Dr. Aura. If you want to contact my guests, you can do so in the links below. And if you feel stuck in your life and you want to know if Get Naked to Thrive is the right program for you, please contact me to schedule a free discovery call. Remember, we all want the same thing, to be heard, to be loved, to make a difference in this world and live our best lives. So let's start using all these tools so we can rise together. I hope you have a blessed day and see you in the next episode of the Get Naked Show.